1: Kanye was going on and, on and on and on and on and on and on and on. But I still enjoyed it though. And Kanye brought it all home at the end what's good this is another episode of dx daily the podcast where we keep you up to date on everything that happens in hip-hop music culture it's brought to you by hip-hop dx and i am one of your lovely hosts who has experienced yet another sleepless night i feel like a lot of sleepless nights on this podcast but it's all good because i was staying up late watching the bet awards asia sky that was a long-winded intro yeah (laughs) and i'm your other host with the
0: same sentiments i thought we had not gotten any sleep these past couple of days asia But I'm a
1: dub. It is Monday. It's a brand new week. And this weekend, what's deemed as Culture's Biggest Night went down. Last night was the BET Awards 2022. And you know, we had to watch it and take note of every single thing that happened. We got to talk about the biggest winners, the performers, our favorite performances, the Lifetime Achievement Award, and everything, man. So many of our faves touched the stage. Jasmine Sullivan, Mary J. Blige, Diddy, Lotto like, you got everybody that hit the stage. So we're going to talk about it all, give a little recap. We'll hit the biggest moments, Um, but before we get into all of that, please make sure you subscribe to the podcast if you haven't done so already. If you're a daily listener, shout out to you. We appreciate you. We love you. Thank you. Now let's jump in. First off, let's talk about who hosted Taraji P. Henson. I saw a lot of people had a lot of criticism for Taraji last night, and I don't echo those sentiments. I feel like Taraji did a great job, and I feel like Taraji P. Henson is not a comedian. So expecting her to be a comedian really wasn't a fair expectation. Like, she's going based off of jokes that are written, skits that are written. She's an actress. So I honestly think Taraji did a great job with the material that she had. How did you feel about Taraji's hosting abilities?
0: I I was kind of indifferent because I felt like, yeah, some of the stuff was just... I don't want to put it on her. I would say, like you said, like the writing, maybe the jokes weren't hitting all the way or like people were talking about her makeup and her style and her hair. And I'm like, again, this may be not her choice. Maybe who, <laughs> whoever else's choice is in charge. But I think the biggest thing about Taraji P. Henson hosting was like, I guess the teleprompter made it so weird. Everybody had a problem with the teleprompter last night. People were saying somebody was in the way, or they were going too fast with the teleprompter because people were like, you know, back it up. Like, don't like wait a second. So I think that was like getting to some people who were on stage and Taraji being the main one talking and hosting and presenting. I want to say maybe it was some technical stuff going on. Um, but I think Taraji as a whole, she she did her best. She did her thing. But I think it was other things making up for why people were talking about her. You know, that makes sense. Right.
1: There was a host of production issues. It wouldn't be the BET Awards without production issues. And I feel like she had the adaptability. Like, when you lose a teleprompter completely and you don't know what's supposed to be said next (laughs) or what, what the next joke is or what the next bitch you're supposed to be doing is i think taraji did a a a good job better than other people would have done in her position like i said she's not a comedian so she can't just go into a whole comedy set when the teleprompter goes out you gotta stall you gotta get to that next segment successfully and i feel like taraji was able to do that a couple of times so shouts to her on that now let's go ahead and get into some of the big moments of last night a lot of people were speaking out on the Roe versus Wade reversal. Like that was a big moment last night. I believe Jasmine Sullivan spoke on it and Janelle Monet both spoke on it.
0: Yeah, a couple people mentioned it in like their monologues or their acceptance speeches. Um, I don't, I feel like I remember seeing a lot of women winning. So when they were like saying their speeches, I thought they said something because Lotto, she said something in her speech about it, how man has no control over her own body. Um, she said that, and a couple of people had their things. And I think, you know, in Beads, he does their um, rest in peace type of segment. Somebody said Roe versus Wade was on there, like in the in the memory type thing. So um, they're definitely talking about it a lot during the show. And some people didn't like that either about it was being too political or they didn't want to hear nothing about it, but other people did like that they were using their platform or using this to, um, you know, this big audience to say something. Because, you know, BET gets shown on MTV, BET, Nickelodeon it was playing. Comedy so. Central,
1: too. <laughs> Yeah. So uh, some people did like that. They did talk about it and it was so out there. Yeah. And when Janelle Monae and Jasmine Sullivan spoke on it, that was, I guess, within like the first 45 minutes of the show, because full disclosure, I missed like the first 40 minutes. But I still still felt like I watched three to four hours of BET Awards. Like I did not feel like I missed almost an hour because it was just so long. But um, I missed Jasmine and Janelle Monae talking about it. But they said they basically spoke on the fact how guns have more rights than women, and um, you know men should not be deciding what women are able to do with their bodies, and so on and so forth. Sentiments that a lot of people agree with. So that was a, a great part of the night. And then those performances—we got to get into those performances. So many polarizing performances. I'll say that on the good side, on the fantastic side, and on the bad side. Who do we want to go to first? Let's talk about Jack Harlow's performance. So Jack Harlow and Brandy had that whole thing um, a few months back where Jack Harlow didn't know any Brandy songs and people were on his head top about it for like a month, literally. (laughs) Brandy came out with the first class kind of diss record, taking a jab at Jack Harlow, light jab, fun jab, whatever. And as Jack Harlow is performing this song, who does he bring out? He surprises us with the vocal Bible herself, Brandy. Not only is it Brandy, but Brandy is out here rapping. Okay, he he didn't bring out Brandy; he brought out B Rocker. That's who Jack Harlow brought out. So that was a super duper duper fun moment.
0: Yeah, that was. Um, I believe Jack Harlow was one of the first uh, people to perform that night too. So he kind of kicked it off. Um, he had Little Wayne on there as well, and then everybody was like, "Okay, it's dope." You know, Little Wayne was out there too. Legend. And then when- right legendary and then um then when he did first class he did his verse and all of a sudden brandy popped up and i'm like oh like you said be rocker and i'm like (laughs) okay like that was that was a dope moment for sure because of that whole back and forth they had a little while ago um for them to share the
1: stage that was lit that was fun that was fun and they really embraced each other and jack harlow i hope you went and did your homework and went and listened to the never say never album listen to full moon (laughs) listen to everything listen to every brandy project Because you need that in your life. And I hope Jack Harlow samples Brandy going forward now that they have this relationship. But that was a fun moment to see. Um, One performance that I missed was Lizzo's, but I heard she did really, really, really good. Um, So shouts to Lizzo for performing as well. My thing with Lizzo, though, what had to be even better than the performance, at least in my opinion, was Lizzo with her red solo cup in the crowd. The camera was panning to Lizzo, like, every five minutes. And every time, you just see her dancing with her red solo cup, like, she is at the cookout. Like, she is just at a family function. And I was loving the energy from Lizzo in the crowd the entire time. So, I don't know if you caught her actual performance, but I liked in the crowd Lizzo (laughs) more than anything.
0: Yeah, uh, that reminds me. She did open up the show. I won't say Jack Harlow opened up the show, but Lizzo did open up the show. And, um... I believe she, I want to say she played her flute. I'm not positive, but um, she did have a good performance. And I did peep the red cup too throughout the night. So I was like, what is she sipping on? I want to, I want to know what was in her
1: cup. <laughs> Whatever she had in that cup had her grooving, okay? Uh, so Lizzo was a whole vibe. And then um, they started getting into some of the winner's they actually did some of the winners before the show came on. Like I guess they do some backstage, kind of like the Grammys where they don't air all the awards. And those non aired awards were Will Smith winning Best Actor for King Richard. Ooh, BET, y'all being shady. Yeah, y'all could. <laughs> may, well, maybe Will didn't want to come because I feel like if Will wanted to come, BET would have let Will come. So maybe they weren't being yeah. shady, and maybe it's just. Respect for the fact that he didn't come is why they didn't air this award. I'm gonna try to, I'm gonna choose to give benefit of the doubt with that one. So yeah, he won best actor for King Richard, and then you have Megan The Stallion who won best female hip hop artist, and Kendrick Lamar who won best male hip hop artist. And um, while I agree with the, or I'm okay with the Megan The Stallion thing because Megan has been working super duper hard. Um, I feel, I feel like it should have been either Megan or Lotto. So I'm not mad at Megan for best female hip hop. But then Kendrick Lamar for Best Male Hip Hop, while I do agree that Kendrick Lamar is the Best Male Hip Hop artist on that list, his album just came out. So, like, when was this decided? Are we going by last year? Because you got songs from a year, two years ago winning awards, but then Mm -hmm. you're basing the winner of Best Male Hip Hop off an album that came out a month ago. Like, how does that work?
0: Yeah, I don't get that at all either. And we always kind of know that BET kind of, I don't, I don't want to say they mess up giving awards, but like some of it doesn't, it doesn't align with every single category. So I'm like, how do they pick Kendrick? I don't know, based off him just dropping an album, it doesn't make sense. But um, if he is the best in the category, cool, but logistically, it's, it's not there.
1: What it is, it's just like, it's there, they're not, it doesn't seem like they're operating off a particular timeline, like, oh, within the last year from January to December or from February to October. It doesn't seem like they have those specific cutoffs, kind of like the Grammys and other award shows may have. So maybe that's what it is. Maybe there is no cutoff. Maybe it's up until the time we wrote this, who had the best thing that's out. And if that's the criteria, then then I have no problem with this. But I would just like to know, like, all right, what is the criteria for this? What are the dates? What are the cutoffs for this? But I'm definitely not mad at Kendrick winning Best Male Hip Hop because I do believe, you know, he had the best rapping abilities, the best hip hop abilities out of who was on that list. But as far as other winners go, some of the other awards uh, were Zendaya winning Best Actress, which I was mad at at first because I thought they were doing, like, Best Show or Best Project. And, like, Quinta Brunson and Issa Rae were nominated up there. I'm like, oh, no, y'all didn't give that to Zendaya over them. But then I was just like, oh, it's Best Actress. So I was was cool with that. I think Zendaya was probably the best actress up there skill-wise. And you also have Marseille Martin, who's also an actress, you know, the girl from Blackish, All grown up now, yeah, she won the Young Star Award. So that's a a couple more of the awards. And then another one of the awards uh,
0: that was given last night was, you know, Album of the Year. And that's always a big award, but who won it, a lot of people did not agree with. And you know, Asia, I feel like we feel the same way about it. But Silk Sonics, an evening with Silk Sonic, won Best Album of the Year, at the BET Awards, and Bruno Mars was there accepted. Anderson mm-hmm. .Paak was not there for some reason, and that being the final award, a lot of people were like, now, you know, compared to the other albums, I think it was Certified Lover Boy, and you had Donda in there. You had Tyler Creator's album. You had Doja Cat's album, and then, of course, the Silk Sonic, maybe somebody else, too, but them winning out of that one, that was a big shocker. I feel like that they actually won that award, but mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: stop already stop award shows y'all gotta stop the cap like please I know that Bruno Mars is a huge artist I know he's a global artist I know that Anderson Pack is Anderson Paak is the same I know that Silk Sonic had the, a huge moment they had the Las Vegas residency they literally had everything behind them they had the whole entire machine behind them so I get it but come on, man! Y'all gotta stop with this. An evening with Silk Sonic was not better than Call Me If You Get Lost. It wasn't better than Hotels. It wasn't better than Back of My Mind. If you ask me, by her, uh, it wasn't better than Certified. Lo- I didn't enjoy it more than Certified Lover Boy. Musically, you can you can make the argument like better music wise or whatever. Since they're taken from the old sound, the old soul sounds or whatever. But come on, man! Y'all gotta stop. Y'all gotta stop with this. <laughs> This this album, they were writing out these... How many songs was it? Eight? They're writing out these eight songs more than y'all would let anybody else do this. Please stop. Please stop the cap.
0: Yeah. If, if Silk Sonic is doing something like paying for the whole BET Awards or whatever it is, because it's not making sense how he, they are winning so many uh, so many awards for Best Album. Of course, there's good songs on their whatever production, but Best Album compared to people they put them in the category with it's just not adding up. I is a, it's a conspiracy. Something y'all disrespecting
1: Jasmine Sullivan at this point, and I don't like yeah. it. <laughs> I don't like it one bit, man. Y'all gotta y'all <laughs> gotta stop trying to force this Silk Sonic thing on us. Like I get it. I'm not saying smoke it out the window wasn't dope. I'm not saying none of that. Like good songs, but come on, stop come on. stop trying to convince us of this. I'm not convinced. But, yeah, they won album of the year. Another great thing as far as wins was Tim's getting her moments for me. Like, I love the fact that Tim was getting her recognition, even though, like we said, Essence was, Essence is like two, three years old at this point. (laughs) So don't quite know. Oh, they they gave it to the remix. That's how they redeemed it. So the remix, you know, came out a, a bit later than the actual original Essence. So they decided to give the award to the remix with WizKid, Justin Bieber, and Tim's. Um, WizKid wasn't there, so Tim's accepted the award on his behalf. Even though she was looking like she didn't want to go up there and, and get the award, like <laughs> they said the name of who won and Tim's was just looking around like, okay, is WizKid here? Like, are is he gonna go up there? I'm like, girl, you are on the song. Like, go up there and get the award. But that was a dope moment. And just to hear her speak on Africa and speak on inspiring people to go after their dreams, like I just loved All the recognition that Tim's received last night. That was a great moment for me as well.
0: Yeah, same here. I did like that Tim's was getting some recognition. Um, It was interesting why at first she didn't want to go up for the uh, essence. And I would think like, wouldn't she know if Wizkid was there or not? But, um, (laughs) and she had her bodyguards with her both times that she had to accept, which people were talking about on uh, Instagram or social media about like, she can't get up without her bodyguards or something like that, you know, being funny. I love it, man. She's looking like a star. Right. You got to have your people with you. And, uh, but I'm just glad she gets some recognition. And of course, what she said about like Africa and things like that was a pretty dope moment. She was like, you know, um, coming from, or she said something about like, we don't get these type of opportunities where I'm from and things like that. Or a lot of people don't get to see this and things like that. So very dope moment
1: real. Speaking of dope moments, let's get into some more of these performances, man. So we talked about Lizzo, talked about Jack Harlow, surprising people with um, Brandy. Oh, speaking of Nigerian artists, well, uh, just talking about Tim's Fireboy DML did a performance. And that was pretty cool, too, just to see another Nigerian artist be given the stage for the night. And Fireboy DML, he's not at uh Wiz Kid level yet or a Davido level yet or um any of those other artists, Burn a Boy, like he's still on the rise. So to see B T give him that stage I thought was a great moment. He did good with the performance too. I'm like, oh, beats. He had a little budget for the performances this year. He had all the dancers. It was nice and colorful and vibrant. So, shouts to Fireboy DML. That was a dope performance. Yeah, I definitely
0: liked his performance too. Um, I think a lot of the performances were like really good. Just either you know production wise, or like we talked, like you said, like the budget was budgeting this year. They had so much stuff going on. But a lot of times, what these, well, with a lot of the performances, a lot of people brought out special guests. So of course, you had like you know. Ella May was there or Givion or Chloe, but then it's the people that they brought out, which made it even bigger. Like Lotto brought out, um, I think ODB's son did, helped us with the remix of her big energy. And then she brought out actual Mariah Carey, which was a big moment for everybody.
1: It was more than big, it was legendary, man. That is what you call a career milestone moment. Like people are going to talk about that moment. Everybody was so shocked when she brought out Mariah and it's not because oh we didn't we didn't know she would ever bring out Mariah it's the fact that Mariah doesn't come out the house. Mariah do not be out here fraternizing with the public okay she is in the crib until Christmas time and then that's when she emerges. but for Lotto, an artist in her first couple of years of rapping to number one get Mariah on the song in the first place but number two get Mariah to come out the house and perform. I said, wow, this is a a staple in Lotto's career. This is an amazing moment for her. And it's one of the most talked about moments of the night. And what I like so much about what Lotto did, she absolutely maximized it. She didn't just lean on the fact that Mariah was going to be coming out as a surprise guest. She made sure the performance was dope even before Mariah emerged. She came out, she had the glass table. They had the all-black outfits. The energy was there. It was big energy, if you will. And it was just a great performance. You could tell she went super hard. And then when Mariah came out, she hit us with the little fake out. At first, it was just a silhouette. And we thought it was going to be Mariah's vocals playing from the silhouette. And then the real Mariah came out. It was really a moment. Lotto maximized that moment. And she gave us something that the entire culture was talking about. And they had confetti at the end as though the ball was dropping in New York City. Like, they made this moment so huge. And I'm so proud of Lotto. And it was just one of the best moments of the night for me, best performance of the night for me personally.
0: Oh yeah. I say that too. Best surprise, best, best performance as well. Um, Cause yeah, I was faked out. I was like, they're not, they're not about to have Mariah Carey. Like they're going to have the silhouette. Like that's cool. But there's no way because uh, yeah, like Mariah does not come to BET awards like that in the past couple of recent years. Like she is not there. So for Lotto to be, able, or whoever, whoever was in charge of the surprise guests or whatever to have them come out last night, they did their thing because no one was expecting Mariah and that was pretty dope. And for Lotto to be able to pull it off, that
1: was even more dope. Yeah, they had, that could have been the end of the show for real. Because the way the mm-hmm. confetti dropped, like it was the ball dropping in New York, it looked like the show was over. <laughs> People was looking around like, all right, is this the end? Because <laughs> it was just that much of a dope performance. So shouts to them. Other performers included Money Long, who had a pretty dope performance. She had People posed as flowers on this bright pink dress. Everyone was loving Money Long's dress. You had Givion, who drew a lot of criticism for his performance. It was sounded uh, real Omarion and Mario versus-ish with the vocals yeah. for <laughs> Givion. Like, a lot of people were coming at my guy. I hated it had to be him. And then you had Chloe. That was another one of pr- of the performances I liked last night because Chloe was channeling Janet Jackson. You know, she's been on her... Extra sensual bag lately. So um, the fact that she was borrowing from Janet Jackson aesthetically, I really like that uh, as far as Chloe's performance. And then one of the last performances was Diddy's Lifetime Achievement Award tribute. That was like one of the landmark moments of the night as well. Let's get into that. So he had Babyface actually um, present him or Babyface give the introduction and just give some story, some background story about Diddy, which I thought was super legendary. Just to have Babyface speaking about Diddy in that manner, thought that was amazing. Then another surprise, surprise, surprise all night long with BET, like they were hitting us with it. They actually had Kanye come out to present Diddy with this actual award. And that was a whole event and a moment within itself. What did you think of Kanye's? intro to Diddy
0: um I was still like kind of shocked that he was even there I was also shocked like what he was wearing because you know he was all covered up with like it looked like he had on 20 jackets on and two three four face masks or face coverings so I was like there's no way that's really Kanye like somebody's playing with us but then when he started speaking I'm like okay that's Kanye but um his speech or introduction it was like I don't know I don't know what he was talking about but I didn't People did mention the part where he was like, um, Diddy is responsible for his wife's choices." You know, of course, talking about Kim Kardashian, but you know they are not together. So for him to refer to her, so for him to refer to her as his wife still was kind of interesting. And I think Kanye made a couple little jokes because I remember like people laughing. Like I said, I don't know what he said, but he said a lot, if that makes sense. Like, I guess it's good.
1: (laughs) Well, he was essentially talking about Diddy's impact on music and Diddy's impact on him personally. So he Mm -hmm. was giving many personal anecdotes about how Diddy touched his life. Um, One of the ways he talked about was his choice of wife, the choice of woman he was interested in. He said Diddy affected him so much, even down to that. And then he was like, well, you see how that turned out, basically making the joke like, all right, I'm following behind you. And I ended up divorced. So that was the whole thing when he mentioned Kim Kardashian. Um, But he also just mentioned like musically the impact Diddy had on him. Like he said he felt like he was signed to Diddy, even though he wasn't signed to Diddy. Like that's just how much of a high regard he holds him in. And he continued to touch on that. And he even went on to say Diddy shouldn't have to call anybody to ask for anything twice. With all that Diddy has contributed to music, people should run when Diddy needs them. And that's something that Kanye was really trying to drive home last night. And he was basically saying that's the reason why he showed up, because Diddy asked. And Diddy shouldn't have had to call him multiple times to, to get him to come and do that. He should have done it happily because of all that Diddy has given to him. So I I enjoyed Kanye's speech. It got a little long-winded. I feel like everybody that talked during the Diddy tribute was a little long-winded. Even Babyface was kind of long-winded. Kanye was going on and on and on and on and on and on and on. And on. Uh, but I still enjoyed it, though. Like, And Kanye brought it all home at the end, like amongst all the antidotes and just ways Diddy has affected him. He brought it all to the point of love. And as you know, Diddy's new name, one of his new names, is Brother Love. So he, Kanye basically ended it with, all we need is love. At the end of the day, so that was a dope way to bring Diddy out, and then Diddy got it lit with the performances. You know, you know how the bad boy performances go. He brings out everybody. He brought out Jada Kiss. He brought out Faith Evans. He surprised us with Lil Kim. We didn't know Lil Kim was coming, but he had Lil Kim pop out. He had Shine. He had the Prime Minister of Belize on stage rapping songs from the 90s. It was a dope moment, man. It was a dope, dope moment, and I'm glad Diddy was getting his flowers. I know he spoke for an extra 30 minutes. I know his speech was very, very long, but it was also very empowering. I mean, it got it got a little rambly at some points, but clearly the Ciroc and the Deleon was in the system. So I just appreciated everything about that Diddy performance. What were your thoughts on it, though? Um, I thought the performance is really good too. Um, he had like some people
0: I didn't were expecting. Of course, you know, like you said, uh, little Kim, that was a big surprise. I also he had Buster Rhymes out there. Of course, and, you know, Jada Kiss, Faith Evans, Shine was a big, big moment for me too because I was like, wait a second, like that's just dope to see them two on the stage. Um, and of course, you know, Diddy throughout the thing, he had uh, like a dedication moment when he did. Um, I'll be missing you. He had Kim, Kim in the background playing and moments from them and things like that. So. Overall, it was a good performance. Uh, Diddy did his thing. He was, I feel like he caught the Holy Ghost at one point. He was really <laughs> doing his performance. Yeah, <laughs> um, it was good. And then as um, far as his speech goes, yeah, it was long, but he was like, you know, BET, I'll pay the commercial break. And then he also was like, I think he, I know he said it, but hopefully it he does do it. But he was donating a million dollars to Howard University. And then I think a million under the Deion Sanders Foundation or something like that. So to JSU oh yeah that one and um so yeah after all that he was saying the speech and then wrapping it up with donating all this money that's pretty dope of Diddy to do
1: I loved it man Diddy gave a whole Martin Luther King I have a dream speech on that stage Mm -hmm. man Diddy said this is my time to shine and I'm gonna take it he said he has a dream of all black people getting rich of all black people coming together and living in the same neighborhood he just went on and painted this picture of what Diddy's world looks like and how he's going to make it happen and that's how he brought it all together like he said I'm not just going to talk about it I'm gonna be about it and now Mm -hmm. I'm gonna donate a million dollars to Howard and a million dollars to JSU and Deion Sanders and all of them so yeah I believe Diddy will stick to it I believe when people show him the tape of what he said last night he's gonna hold himself accountable. Because I do think that was a little Deleon influenced, a little Ciroc influenced. Uh, But I believe that Diddy's going to stay true to his word. So, great show last night. Of course, there were a few hiccups. But overall, I enjoyed the performances. I felt like most of the people, like 90% of the people that won, deserved to win. I don't think it was like a super popularity contest this year for all the awards. So, I'm glad about it, man. I, I give my stamp of approval to this year's BET Awards. I feel like next year, maybe bring some other writers on. Also, the, the people want Monique back as a host. So maybe bring Monique back as a host. Get Will Packer on the line, you know, because he did those Oscars, and the Oscars were super-duper-duper-duper duper, duper lit. So bring Will Packer, get Monique, bring on a couple of other writers, and I think we'll be even better in 2023.
0: Yeah, I'd agree with that same sentiment. Uh, it was a good overall award show. I'd give maybe like a a 6 or 7 out of 10, but definitely better writers. And, and Will Packer was... There, So I would, wouldn't be surprised if they do kind of bring him on for the next
1: uh, go round to actually produce it or have some more input into it. Right. Um, he was probably there scoping out the scene, assessing like, all right, this is what y'all can do better. This is what y'all could keep. I wouldn't right. doubt it, but yeah, I think that is a good note to end on. That is going to conclude today's episode of DX Daily. As always, subscribe to this podcast on all platforms. Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel, which is Hip Hop DX, and be sure to follow us on all of our socials, like our Instagram, our Twitter, and our TikTok, which is all Hip Hop DX. Yep, you can follow us as well. I am at Asia Sky on all social media. A S H I A is Asia, and S K Y E is Sky, and I'm at A Dub on everything. That's A Y E E E D U B B. All right, we will be. Back back at you tomorrow with more daily news. See ya.